Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always. And again, if you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. We appreciate your continued support of Health Masters, and thank you for getting your high-quality nutrients and supplements from us and also spreading the truth and spreading the news. Be sure, if you need anything, to check out the website and the product of the week. Y'all voted, and it won the Cortisol Buster, one of our top-selling products, incredibly good at maintaining healthy cortisol levels, helping to the body cope with physiological effects of stress, relaxation, restful sleep, promotes mental clarity. Great product. Going to be on sale as product of the week this week, so be sure to check it out. First news, obviously, again, in the whole mainstream news article, everything they want to do to make sure everybody stays focused on it. My condolences to the families, to the loved ones. Still don't even know completely what happened with this whole thing in Texas right now, this elementary school shooting. Very, very strange, odd situation with this 18-year-old appearing to be transgender student um, that decided he wanted to go shoot in elementary school. I don't know a lot about this yet. I've been reading a lot about it. I don't know what is real, what's fake. Just being honest with you, but man, my condolences go to the family with all the stuff that's happening right now. That's that's a horrific incident. And again, on the other hand, too, everybody has to understand that regardless of what continues to happen, we have to keep our minds focused on the goals and focused on the rights and resolve of the American populace and don't allow fear and panic to set in to cause people to knee-jerk reaction to hand over their rights. It's very, very important when you see stuff like this happen. But again, my condolences to the families. This, again, appears to be a very, very strange, horrific incident. And again, we'll be finding more out about it as it goes along. Also, though, I did want to show on a positive note, this is interesting, Yesterday, I didn't get to it yet. I had the article actually on my lineup. We just we had so many things we were talking about. I didn't get to it. State Farm Insurance, a couple days ago, exposed – basically, they had a whistleblower that exposed the company was planning on participating in this woke transgender perversion program targeting children as young as kindergartners. And the project's goal was to increase the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ books and support communities, allegedly, that's what they stated. And they essentially had emails that leaked out showing that Consumers First was from Concerned State Farm employees show the company engaged in woke, perverted, transgender indoctrination of kids ages five and up with the Gender Cool Project which aims to have conversations with children about being transgender without parental consent. They stated we're going to have 550 agents and employees donate three book bundles about being transgender to community centers and libraries of their choice. Now, when this got leaked over the weekend, the beginning of the week, from what I saw, State Farm got eviscerated. I mean, there was a call, and quite frankly, I have State Farm homeowners insurance. The only insurance I have as far as with homeowners, um, I don't have them for vehicle insurance. And I already had conversations with my wife about completely and totally dropping everything with them. 100%. I'm not going to be a part of this company. We're going to have to figure out how to go a different realm. Um, what we have is not conducive. I'm not going to pay money because, quite frankly, my insurance money is paying for the support of this. Well, apparently we're finding out now that the overall aspect of State Farm as a whole 
did not, under any circumstances, support this, and that you had a minority of some perverted, sick, transgender, pedophile, in my opinion, individuals in State Farm that were promoting this without, with basically without oversight. And what's interesting about this now is State Farm issued a full countrywide, employee-wide, company-wide email yesterday evening stating that State Farm will not be supporting any conversations about gender and gender identity with children and that conversations about gender and identity should only happen at home with parents. State Farm support of philanthropic program Gender Cool has been the subject of news and customer inquiries. This program that includes books about gender identity was intended to promote inclusivity. Email tainted. We no longer support this program under any circumstances. End email to the entire company. (laughs) Now, this is one of the beauties of social media is when you see companies that have rogue elements in them that want to absolutely – and by the way, this entire thing was 100% directed against Florida and DeSantis and the patriot Americans that do not want to have their children talked to by perverted pedophiles about sexual orientation, 100%. This was primarily all geared at Florida. Disney absolutely basically – use a metaphor, urinated on themselves. They made themselves look like complete and total pedophiles. My opinion, a lot of people are that work at Disney, as you have seen the numerous arrests, just stating the arrest we've seen with the Polk County Sheriff's Department every quarter with the sexual misconduct and child engagements that a lot of employees get involved in, just stating, that's what on the record. And now we saw State Farm have some woke individuals want to promote this. This is why I've told you and I've told you again. It is crucial you make your voice heard. State Farm got eviscerated on Twitter and Instagram and social media. I mean thousands, thousands upon thousands of comments and threats to cancel State Farm after this got leaked a couple days ago. And I guarantee you the CEOs at the top went, what the heck do you guys have them doing in the HR department? And what moron said it was okay to promote this and send this email out to start sending transgender books out? State Farm's huge. They're like they do like five, I think five or six billion dollars a year in annual gross sales. I mean they're, they're a big insurance company. So when you start having morons and these perverted pedophiles that get involved with these companies, you really got to know who's in your company. And so I'm glad that State Farm made an immediate about face and stated they under no circumstances will be supporting this wokeness at all, and they will not be supporting this group at all, and they will not be donating books at all. But again. This is why it's crucial. You constantly stay vocal about this stuff. And when you see it, you absolutely have to call out this perversion because they are not going to stop. When I say they, I do not necessarily mean State Farm. I mean this woke agenda. They are not okay with just having their gay marriage. Just fact. They got it. They had it. They get to pay tax and everything else, marriage tax. Okay. That wasn't enough. Because remember – a lot of these individuals that are involved in this aren't just gay individuals that are you know, involved with their own little personal lifestyle. They're twisted pedophiles. That's why they want to push this agenda on young children. Under no circumstances whatsoever can you justify talking to five- and six-year-old children about gender identity and transgender ideology and sexual engagements at all. 
as a teacher. There is no justification for it. There is no reasoning behind it. There is no level of normality in a civilized Christian society that is making that okay. So the fact that we saw this happen with State Farm and these clowns got in there and started stating that we're going to start donating transgender books, Ian Fitness up there in New Jersey, who's running for Congress, Ian Smith, he went in front of the school board, there's a video online, and he brought one of the books up. And it, it, it's gross sexual cartoons discussing transgenderism and books that are being used for kindergarten and first graders. My friends, this is not a joke. This is not an accident. This is a 100% direct affront to Christianity, and it's pushing perversion at its highest form to try to turn this younger generation as fast as they can into a bunch of very, very sick, twisted, depraved perverts. And that way, there is no nothing left with morality. There's nothing left with normality. There's nothing left with natural laws. Nothing. As I said, and I've said it before, when you start taking the laws of nature, when you start taking biblical laws, when you start taking natural laws, and you start removing them out of the equation, and you start stating anything goes, as Aleister Crowley said, do as thy will, and you start promoting that to young children, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to start having massive breakdowns. You start pumping full of drugs into them and Xanax and benzodiazepines and Adderall. You start wondering why they're flipping out and shooting people or stealing firearms or going in and basically having these massive meltdowns. What do you think is going to happen? This is what was done from the very beginning and why I have said repeatedly, your children are your biggest responsibility right now at this point in time. A matter of everything. They need to be your main priority, your main goal to continue to protect them and raise them correctly and make sure you keep raising little Americans. What do you think, Dan? Uh, I think that big organizations have a lot of subgroups in them. Uh, you know, remember the scalar principle of management. You know, you got one person doing ten people, then those ten doing ten more, and then those ten doing ten more, like a big pyramid. And you, what happens is you get someone down the level, maybe twenty levels deep from the top, who basically, like you said, Austin is in some HR department, and then they decide to put together a little program to give out transgender material because they're queer or they're a transgender. And rather than for them pushing it upstream to make sure it gets approved, they just release it because they happen to have the ability to, to, you know, contact everybody via email to promote their agenda. And then what ends up happening is you have millions or hundreds of thousands or whatever happened with State Farm. I'm sure it went viral. People contacting State Farm, they're going to cancel their insurance policy. The guys at the top go, what the heck are you doing down there in HR? This is ridiculous. And I hope and I pray. I do. I mean, I'm serious about this. The State Farm finds out who's responsible for that, and not only do they fire the person who did it, but they fire that person's supervisor because obviously they've let this person who did it, the supervisor has, too much slack and too much rope, and they should have known better, and they need to be terminated. They need to be moved, tra- transferred, terminated, gone, and this just should never happen. There should, be, there should be checks and balances when you start releasing nationwide memos. Remember, State Farm's up there in the Midwest. It's pretty liberal up there. But it doesn't make any difference. I mean, State Farm has a lot of agents down here in the south, and I know one of them. In fact, our agent is a very strong Christian. And I've got an email into her, and I've got a phone call into her when I found out about this. Yeah, but she was out of town, and I'm sure she's being deluged with people making comments about this. Because I'm like Austin. If State Farm had not issued an immediate retraction, I do have my vehicles insured with State Farm. I do have my home insured with State Farm. I would have canceled all of it, and I would have gone with another carrier. And you think, well, would you really have done that? Yeah, I really would have done that. 
I would have pulled the plug on all of them. I'm not going to support this. It's like I tell you guys all the time, don't support corporations that have a woke ideology. Don't do it. Don't give them money. I mean, if they're pushing transgenders to your four- and five-year-old children, transgender ideology and filthy, filthy cartoons of, of naked little children laying on top of each other, having sex or pretending like they're boys and girls, that's some sick stuff, guys. It's perverted. Like I said the other day, the problem is we stop calling them perverts. We start accepting them socially and saying, oh, it's okay. They're queer, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're transgender. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. It does matter. If they push that, that ideology on our children and try to force other children and other people to be queer and transgender, none of it's okay. I mean, everybody, when they go through life, when they have their childhood, they have events that occurred that they don't like. They have events they wish they could, they could erase. They have events they're really happy about. And, you know, and sometimes you have issues, you know, with people that are gay or pedophiles that say something to you when you're little. I had that happen to me. You know, we had that, that those cottages and some weirdos lived in those cottages on the lake. And I thought, these people are weird. They're sick. They're twisted. But wh- you know, why are the world are they acting like this? And but I never, I, but I always knew inside there was something wrong with them, and it wasn't okay. So I just did my best to avoid those people. But the problem is. When it's taught to you in school by your teacher, who's an authority figure above you, that child at that point is forced to accept it as okay. And guys, it's not okay. I mean, Savannah was taking an ecology class this last semester in college, and she ended up getting a B in it. She should have gotten an A in it, and she probably would have gotten an A had she not stood against the teacher repeatedly in the class for promoting evolution. Savannah said, I don't believe that. Well, this is the theory of evolution. That's right. It's a theory. You can't, you can't prove it. It happened over millions, you say billions of years that lightning hit a rock and formed a peptide or some amino acid and that turned into a human being. It's complete nonsense. It didn't happen. So Savannah got into these debates in the classroom with people being taught evolution. And we also did that back at Florida State. I mean, I wasn't even serving the Lord. And I remember I had a genetics class and some guy was talking about it one time. And I said, I, I raised my hand. I said, I disagree with you. I, I think it's a theory. You know, Darwin had a theory 100 years ago and we're all supposed to believe it. And I don't believe it. I think the guy's nuts. And, and so, again, it's not the mainstream college thought. And most college kids aren't taught to have creative, concrete thought. They're not taught to voice their opinions. I remember one time I was in graduate school at FSU, and we had a – I forgot. It was an economics class or something. And uh, I remember they asked me some question on there about how something worked, some theory, and I gave them the answer they wanted. And I put brackets, by the way, this is what I think it means, and this is what I think the theory means, and this is what I think the reality of the situation is. And I wrote down my answer after I gave them the answer they wanted. So in other words, I got got the question right. Then I put down my alternative answer that I thought was better. And the guy, the professor, gave me like a plus 10. (laughs) He gave me like 10 extra points on the exam because I did that because he really was amazed that I actually thought through what he had taught and that I didn't agree with it. And what we were being taught. See, that's the thing. You don't have to accept somebody else's reality. If somebody tells you that, you know, the whole world are a bunch of pedophiles, and we want it to be that way, you don't have to accept that. You can choose to say, no, I don't believe that. Don't if somebody tells you monkeypox is gonna come sneak up on you in the middle of the night. No, it's it's a it's a right now it's a gay disease for a bunch of queers in a bathhouse having sex over there in Europe and now it's spreading from that, if it's even real. Uh, it's the same thing like AIDS. You know, some of these guys have 10 different sex partners a week. I mean, this is these, these, some of these people are so twisted in their head. There is never enough perversion for them. And that's why I said it's perversion. It's perverts doing this. And we have to stop saying it's okay. It's not okay. And guys, listen to me. 
you know, here we are talking about this same crap again. I'm just over it because these people have come out of the closet in droves, and now they become militant. And, and it's time to say no. State Farm has an employee that sends this stuff out as if he's speaking for all of State Farm and about collapses the entire company. And I'll give State Farm credit for this. They quickly issued a retraction and said, we do not approve of this at all. This is something we are retracting nation, you know, nationwide, corporate-wide. Unlike Disney, who doubled down and put their own transgender clothing line out. I mean, unbelievable. Yet people are still lining up by the droves, by the millions to go to Disney World. I mean, it's unbelievable because there's no more resolve. One of the things I pray for you guys every morning is I pray for you to have resolve. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay, the Bible says. And when you accept something, accept it. When you don't, don't. I had Teresa contact me this morning, and she sent me a text, and she's all concerned that the Chinese are going to invade the United States in six months and on, on the western coast. Let me tell you something, guys. That ain't going to happen. That's not going to happen. These are people's opinions. And some of the people that have this opinion, I highly respect them, but I disagree with them. The other day I was talking to another show host, and we were talking about the moon landing. And he was talking about how he believed that Apollo was real. And I said to him, I said, no. I said, I believe we've been to the moon. But we didn't do it with that technology, with the 1930 Werner von Braun rocket technology. I believe we've been there, but it wasn't like that. That was a psyop. He goes, well, no, no, we've been to the moon. I said, I agree with you. I said, I agree with you. <laughs> I believe we've been to the moon. We've probably been to Mars. But I don't believe we did it with what they told us they did it. That was a giant psych operation that was used by the United States back in the 60s to foment the Cold War with Russia. That's all that was. I was here. I was there. I, I was at the Cape in 69 when they launched the Apollo rocket to the moon. I was there. And you know, I have a friend of mine, and I've told you this, Lee Shu, good friend. He was a NASA rocket science scientist, electrical engineer, and he told me we didn't go. He said they dropped it into the Earth orbit, low Earth orbit, south of the equator with the telemetry, and that basically the entire thing was staged. Now, so I don't believe that we did that with Apollo. I believe it was a psychop. That's what I believe. Do I believe that extraterrestrials, that would be fallen angels and things from other dimensions are real? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Do I believe we have the ability to use wormhole and technology? Remember what the former head of, I think it was DARPA said? He said, imagine what you've seen on TV and we've been there and done that. He said, we have the technology now to take E.T. home. Told us that before he left. And so we have all kinds of advanced technology they're not letting us have, including the ability to run an automobile on the energy fields around the planet from a magnetic energy flux that Tesla developed over 100 years ago without the need for long-term storable batteries. I mean, we have Edison batteries that last for like decades that we could have used in cars. We really could have. And we could have had the energy coming from the ether, basically charging them. We could have done away with the entire automobile industry and internal combustion engines. We could have done that 100 years ago, but we didn't do it because the petrochemical industry is owned by the international banking cartels, which are the Rothschild weirdos that want to use all of these different things, including fuel now, to control you. <laughs> They're saying we're going to have millions of people, billions on the planet, with blackouts this summer because of the failing electrical grid. But they want to go ahead and charge it, put another billion cars plugged into the electrical grid nationwide, globally wide, another billion cars to basically replace the internal combustion engines in an infrastructure that can't even currently hand handle the current electricity overload. Okay, how's that going to work out? The technology's not there for that yet. They have the technology to not have to even plug it in, but they're not going to let us use it. And, and this is the problem I have with all of this stuff. It's just a bunch of lies. So, no, 
China is not going to invade the United States from the east coast to the six, west coast in six months. Number one, we as American patriots have hundreds of millions of guns. We do. They ain't coming over here. Number one, they don't have the troop transport systems in place. Let's just step through this for a second. Now, they could converge some of their container ships. They could do that. They could use some container ships to bring people over, but they don't have landing crafts. They don't have the military naval infrastructure in place to do that. To bring over millions of troops, which is what it would take to come into the United States, millions. They're not going to do this with 100,000 people. It would take millions and millions of troops that are trained in guerrilla warfare techniques to come in into the West Coast and try to work their way eastbound. And by the time they got to about – <laughs> by New Mexico and Texas, you talk about the Texans coming out in droves, stand against these boys. There's no way it's going to happen. So don't give yourself over to fear porn. Don't do it. Don't think we're going to be invaded. You know, I had people tell me, I remember years ago, often I have a friend, he's a good friend, and he was all about, you know, Planet X. Planet X is going to be here just a few months away. You need to move to the Midwest and get out of Florida. You need to watch out because here comes Planet X. And I'm like, oh, wow. I never heard of it. It was 15, 20 years ago. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I wonder if this is true. I started doing research and research, and I started finding out. Well, they've been talking about this since the 70s and 80s. It hadn't happened yet. They've been talking about all the return of Planet X. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is more fear porn. That's all it is. If something's not scary enough, they're going to come up with something else scary. Oh, the Chinese are going to invade us within six months. No, they're not. No, they're not. Years ago, I had somebody on the show. I'm not going to mention any names. That's why we very rarely ever take guests. He was saying that we were going to be invaded from the southern border. I mean, he was saying it was imminent within days. I'm not joking. Austin remembers this. I had to cut his interview short, and I had to talk everybody on the show off the ledge, and I started asking him questions. Like, you know, why would the Rothschild banking cartel that controls China and the United States attack the United States with China with military personnel from the southern border and destroy the United States petrodollar because they're using it right now to basically buy oil and sell oil? He goes, well, I, I don't know. Like, That's right. See, so you have to ask yourself these questions. China doesn't need to invade us. They're going to use biologicals. They're doing it right now. <laughs> They've been doing it for almost three years right now. And they're going to continue to put biologicals in us and weaken the country and weaken the infrastructure. Now, they're going to collapse the dollar? Probably. It's going to be a while, though. The dollar is really strong right now against international currencies. You know, are they going to do it and basically, you know, cut back the food supply? Yeah, they're going to do that, too. They're going to do all those things they're doing right now. We see that happening. But, again, it takes a while to bring down a country of over 300 million people that's so resilient because there are a lot of us doped up. I gotta, gotta gotta say that. 65 million people are addicted to opiates. You know, we got millions of people a year basically getting addicted to these compounds and drugs. But we've got a lot of people who aren't addicted to opiates. We got a lot of people who aren't addicted to, addicted to opiates that are patriots. You know, it's the same thing. I, I read I read an article a few minutes ago, and it was talking about how the United States, the Democratic Party, is doing this. The Democratic Party is doing this. The Democratic Party is doing that. And, and 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 yes, they are. I will I will admit that they're openly anti-United States, they're openly communist, they're openly gay, pro-transgender, they're openly weirdo, they're openly all of it. I will give them that. They are that. Guys, the Republican Party is completely compromised. Don't you remember when Donald Trump was in office the first two years? He had a Republican-controlled Senate and House, and he couldn't get rid of Obamacare. <laughs> he couldn't get rid of Obamacare. He tried. He got rid of the forced, you know, dollar mandate if you don't have insurance, which is ludicrous. He got rid of that, but, but he couldn't get rid of Obamacare. He, he's just still here. 
because these people in Congress, whether they're Democrat or Republican, over 50 percent of them now are completely and totally compromised because of Mossad and Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and other various and sundry blackmail schemes they've gotten themselves involved in. And so this is the problem that we have is when we become partisan like that and we say it's the Democrats, it's the Republicans. No, it's not. It's the international banking cartels that are running both sides of the aisle. It's those guys. You know, we look at Venezuela and what happened with Venezuela is it became more and more and more socialized, more and more communist. They start taking over the industries. The reason governments don't do well when they take over industries is this. They appoint people to positions of authority making decisions in those industries that are idiots. I'm just going to be – look at Fauci. There's your example right there. They're idiots. And so they give these people this authority because the government has said this, and if you don't do what they say, they can fine you or incarcerate you. They pass all these laws against you without your with your will, without your your approval. They just pass them, you know. And all these all these things they pass that you have to listen to, and all of a sudden it's like well, you're breaking the law, and you're like, I'm not doing anything. Well, you didn't do what we told you to do in paragraph two, section twenty five, page fourteen thousand five hundred seventy six, single space type. And I'm like, who reads that? It doesn't make any difference. They found a statute now that you've broken, so they take these idiots. And they position them in the middle and lower and upper level management to make decisions when they're governmentally controlled, and they destroy the corporations. You see this with the, with the book and the movie Atlas Shrugged. They're constantly putting people up in positions of power. It's like I, like, like I told you the other day. I went to Harrison's graduation at Florida State. Some guy was a judge, and he was speaking there as the keynote speaker, gone to Harvard. The guy was a blithering idiot. He was completely socially awkward. It was He was like a weirdo. I mean, he's a weirdo. And he's the keynote speaker. Why? Because he had been pushed up because of his education, regardless of his ability to do what was right or to make proper decisions. And so now he's this quote unquote speaker that's going to be addressing the graduating class of law students. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Starts talking about childhood books. I told you that. Yeah, you know, Ferdinand. <laughs> I can't even believe it is. Ferdinand the Bull. Brings up Ferdinand the Bull. To a group of graduating law students, like we have to have nursery riddles given to us. I mean, unbelievable. And I thought to myself, wow, this guy's awful. Where on the other hand, you see the seminar circuit that we used to have in the country. It really doesn't exist really much anymore. But you have people that are speakers that put together home study courses that have excelled to the top of their professions. And they're trying to help other people do the same thing. Because they've learned all of these things coming up through the ranks, and they understand. That's why, you know, first lieutenants aren't giving general command decisions. A general who's a first star, third star, fourth star general, they've come through the ranks. They've seen a lot. Lieutenants have not. The problem is, is that's why you don't put the general at the top of the rank. You don't do that. They've got to learn. They have to obtain tacit knowledge. That's why these companies... And these organizations that promote communism are destined to fail. They've taken an organization that was built by somebody, somebody who had an entrepreneurial free enterprise spirit. If it was actually started that way, if it wasn't funded via the banking cartels, and they go in and they buy it and they create nothing. They make nothing. They do nothing. They basically seize the property because of hostile takeovers and the stocks if it's gone public. And then they put their woke people into the top echelons of management. And they eventually destroy the company. Look at Twitter. Over 50% are fake bots that are being used by the CIA to control groupthink. Look at that. 
It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. You know, Bill Gates has this whole plan now with the World Economic Forum, how to take over the planet through the World Health Organization, and he gives you an outline. You can tell some college student wrote it for him, breaking it all down. Again, we used to say this in college. You know, those that do, do. Those that don't do, teach. <laughs> Just the truth. I mean, you get these professors that are caught up in this ivory, ivory tower mess of how to do things properly and how to lay out the organizational charts properly, but they've never laid out an organizational chart. They've never taken out the trash. Nobody told them that the guy doesn't show up to pick up the trash and you own a business. you got to empty the trash can. Just, I've emptied so many trash cans around, and I've cleaned so many toilets. People don't understand. You gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes you just gotta do it yourself. You know, I've got a friend of mine. He builds trucks and sells them. He has this big truck company thing he works with, and he's got a truck that's got a deadline on it. And he told me the other day, he said, I gotta get involved in this personally. Now I gotta walk her through all the steps to make sure it gets done. Sometimes you just gotta do what needs to be done, and you don't have a choice of having somebody else do it for you. Period. That's the problem if you don't have the tacit knowledge, isn't it? Isn't it? If you don't know how to do it because you were never brought up through the ranks, you can't run it. You can't do it because if something breaks down, you're lost. If that employee who's doing it leaves and you don't know how to do it, you're lost. That's why it's so important to maintain capitalism in the United States and get rid of all these social welfare systems because all they do is create cripples. Zig Ziglar said to me one time, he said, Ted, if you want to cripple, give them a crutch. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, if you want to make somebody think that there's something wrong with their leg or something's wrong with them, and they don't really believe that, but sooner or later they start thinking you're right, just give them a crutch. They'll assume assume the role of being a cripple, and that's what happens when we give money away to people who don't work. They assume the role of being a cripple, and pretty soon we have all these cripples, and pretty soon in a free enterprise system, if everybody's riding in the cart and you don't have the people pulling the cart anymore, the entire thing collapses. That's what Cloward Piven taught through the Frankfurt School, you can collapse the entire structure of the United States Republic if you have enough social welfare programs. That's what Lyndon Johnson did with the Great Society program. He destroyed the lower-class black families, lower-class white families, lower-class Hispanic families by giving them money, more money, more money, more money, more money, and encouraged them to have children out of wedlock and give them more and more money. That's why more than, over 50% of the children are now born in the United States out of wedlock. It was done on purpose to destroy this, and I talk about this all the time. So when you see people, and all they want to do is talk partisan politics. It's the Democrats. It's the Republicans. No, it's not. It's the Luciferian, Kabbalist, State Street, BlackRock, Vanguard holders, bloodline families that have been around for thousands and thousands of years who own everything, including all the major important land in the United States. They're the ones who own the huge plantations. How many, how many acres do you have? Well, I've got 35,000 acres, 100,000 acres, 200,000 acres. Like Bill Gates. They're giving all this money to buy all this stuff from these people up. A lot of this happened in the south with the giant plantations of the south from the carpetbaggers. The southern people had all these huge, beautiful plantations. They were growing all of this product and, you know, and basically growing the cotton and everything else down here and feeding the north and distributing the cotton around the world via ships going back and forth to England. The north didn't have all that. They were producing a lot of textiles, a lot of goods up there as far as their factories of steel products, et cetera. But they didn't have the plantations. Well, they wanted them. The communist, Abraham Lincoln, who was a communist, by the way, he, good friends with Karl Marx. He's a correspondent with Karl Marx. No one talks about that in the history books, do they? He wanted the land. He wanted to take it away. And so he forced the southern states to succeed is what he did you know, and, and continue to succeed and then forced them in this big attack thing. It was all orchestrated via the Rothschild banking cartel to destroy the 
republic. It was all part of it because Lincoln wanted to take the stuff away from the southern farmers. Then the carpetbaggers came into the south after the south was utterly destroyed via Sherman and what Lincoln did and bought these plantations up for literally tenths of cents on the dollar. It was it was ridiculous and took them over. And and a lot of these guys were high level Masonic leaders who did this. And they came in. I have a friend of mine who worked on a plantation up in Tallahassee his entire life, 7,000, 15,000 acres, whatever it was. And he said all of the top people who owned all the plantations in the area were all high-level masons. Yeah, it's that again. So when you understand that and you see it, you can stand against it. Because, guys, listen to me. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Capitalism is better than communism. Okay? And fascism ain't good for anybody. We've got to realize that. Keep your guns oiled. Keep your guns lubed. Keep your guns clean. Train with your guns. Store up some food. Can't get our food right now. That's okay. Go buy some canned foods, preferably organic. Rotate your stock on your shelf. Have enough for six months. Do what you need to do as an American, as a patriot, and as a Christian. Stand firm with the word of God. Think on the good things. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Don't lock yourself down. Do what you need to do to make sure that everything in your family goes according to the word of God. Take that stand. But this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. Jesus Christ won the war. It's over with on Calvary. we got these skirmishes going on. and been going on for thousands of years. But if we stand firm in the cross of Christ and the blood of Jesus, we can do all things through him. That's why they've taken that away from the churches and the Baptists and everybody else and why they're so compromised with the Schofield Bible because they didn't want us to stand on the blood of Christ and realize that it was what sanctified us through the Lamb of God. Through Jesus Christ. Always keep your hearts and minds in him. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? That's well said. And, you know, you, you brought up the aspect of the China and everything they're doing. And I, I saw some articles, too. People have been going and chicken littling that, as always they have for years. Here's the thing that people have to understand. China's already been invading the United States for years, very, very softly, through Hollywood, through real estate, through the industrial complex. China can come in and become full members of boards, sit on, you know, basically board as board members, control and own companies in the United States, and there's no restrictions. You try to own a company as an American in China, it's virtually impossible unless you're very, very, very minute shareholder. That's it. They've been doing this for years. They've already known what they were going to do. This is <laughs> China and their military and their communistic government is much smarter than trying to do a full-blown military invasion in the United States, at least while the United States is still operational. Now, if the United States turned into a complete wasteland and there's nothing else here, would other countries come in? Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing. If you think the United States is going to turn into a wasteland or you think this is going to be nuked to an oblivion, why'd they spend $2 trillion on 5G over the last three years in the United States? Just a question. Why do you have 5G towers popping up in every single place? If you look at those transformers and you look at those giant modules that they have for those 5Gs, those things are incredibly expensive technology. They use enormous amounts of precious metals in those 5G systems. They're not just a little radio antenna that sticks up. They're a very, very aggressive transponder. They're used primarily, originally, <laughs> as a weapons platform. They used them in the active denial systems. Very expensive stuff. Is it effective? Oh, yeah, very effective stuff. So if they're going to come in and basically blow up the entire infrastructure in the United States, 
why in the world did they spend $2 trillion on 5G? Answered me that question. It's like I said yesterday. I had a few people actually send me emails, and they were going back and forth trying to kind of figure out what the response should be with yesterday. And I said the biggest question I've always had, you've got two identical supposedly American Airlines, Boeing 777s, whichever exact plane model they were, with 9-11. One of them flew into the top of the Twin Tower, and allegedly it imploded the entire tower from the bottom up because it blew up at the top and burned for 30 minutes. And Allegedly, the jet fuel burned and burned and burned and melted the entire tower, and it imploded, if you believe that story. I don't. But yet the exact same style plane with the exact same amount of fuel came in a treetop level in Washington, D.C. and only punched a 20-foot hole in the Pentagon. Never caught on fire. Pentagon didn't blow up. Pentagon didn't melt. Pentagon didn't collapse. Well, which one was it? Were the planes strong enough to drop the Twin Towers almost simultaneously together? Or was it only a minor accident where it punched a 20-foot hole in the wall of the Pentagon? You can't have it both ways when you're talking about physics. Which one was it? This is what you have to do is you have to ask questions about what's happening and what's going along the lines. The same thing that we've seen earlier with this whole smallpox and this whole monkeypox thing. From the very beginning, they've said, if you even believe the narrative, this whole thing is originated from basically this gay pride parade over in Spain now. 80,000 people descended on it. All homosexual, bisexual, transgender, don't know. Bunch of weirdos running around having basically – sexual engagements with each other and they contracted this allegedly and now it's been spreading in that community but now you don't hear about people that are dying from remdesivir in the hospitals anymore which is still going on by the way you don't talk about anybody that's basically having severe adverse events from the covid rna gene therapy shot no none of that completely stopped oh now now we've got five cases in the united states of monkeypox which by the way if you look from the NHS in the UK, the UK's National Health Service, they now just recently edited their entire monkeypox page to alter the narrative. Since time, people screenshot this for years now. It blatantly said, and this is the quote from the archive, it's very uncommon to get monkeypox from person to person with the infection because it does not spread easily between people. That's now been completely removed. Now they updated it, and it states monkeypox is usually a mild illness that will get better. No, excuse me, and then it goes on to say here, this is what it further says before they deleted it. Monkeypox is usually a mild illness that will get better on its own without treatment. Some people can develop more serious symptoms, so patients with monkeypox in the UK are cared for in specialist hospitals. Now they deleted all that, and it states the new treatment for monkeypox aims to relieve symptoms. The illness is usually mild, and most people recover in two to four weeks. You need to stay in a specialist hospital so your symptoms can be treated to prevent the infection spreading to other people. Oh, wait a minute. Last month it said that it usually goes better on its own, and it's a mild illness, and it does not spread easily between people. Oh, now suddenly you need to basically be treated for two to four weeks and need to stay in a hospital because you can stop the infection between the spread to other people. Guys, this is how it went with COVID. And I, I don't really want to bring this up much more because I'm sick and nauseated of all of it. I'm so sick of people telling us we have to be scared of something that basically most cases is very unlikely you can track. And secondly, why still to this day, nobody 
in the mainstream media wants to talk about vitamin C or D3 or quercetin or zinc. Still, to this day, they still refuse to talk about it. If you post articles about it right now, currently, today, on YouTube about vitamin C treatment and D3 levels in the body preventing viral infections, they will literally pull your video down within minutes and claim it's misinformation. That right there tells you everything you need to know about what they're attempting to do and what they're attempting to control. It's not about health. It's not about safety. It's all about manipulation and control as it was from the very beginning. This medical tyranny, do you think it's going to be over anytime soon? No. As long as people keep complying, as long as people keep wearing their good little mask and getting their good little shots and keep living in fear, everybody, like what happened with State Farm, social media eviscerated them in a matter of hours. Hours they got eviscerated. I mean, some of the comments were just, I mean, I was like, all right, bravo, America. About time somebody actually wanted to state something. I mean, they were aggressive. Why is anybody stating anything about this with monkeypox? Same thing with COVID. Most people don't even want to say anything about COVID. Oh, don't worry, don't worry about it. We're just, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. We're going to pretend the track and tracing apps didn't occur. We're going to pretend they don't have the Q, the Q box. I told you guys yesterday that's working with Amazon and all these other companies now. So you can have daily COVID testing every day in your house to remember how scared you are of the virus that has a 99.997% survival rate. Remember the last time they had a box designed, a smart box designed to bring straight to your house? to make sure it could tell you so you could test every day to see if you were positive for the flu? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that ever happening either. Why? Because if you got the flu, you knew you had the flu. You didn't have to shove a nasal swab four inches into your brain to tell you you had the flu. If you got it, you got it. Same thing as COVID, I've told everybody. If you contract it, you contract it. You know you got it. Hammer your vitamin C and D3. Stay strong, stay healthy. If you end up catching it, you end up catching it. Be free. Be prosperous. Be strong. Be wise. But don't live in fear. It's all fear porn. Continually, always. And the sad part about this is, and Dad called it a second ago, this is what it's turned into a lot now with these mainstream media, not just mainstream media, with alternative media, excuse me, is it's all about clicks. They're so concerned about making sure their Google Analytics are good at the top of the list. They're so concerned about making sure they get enough clicks so their sponsors keep giving them more money so they can keep peddling more and more fear porn. This is why I continue to tell everybody, do your own research. Do your own research. Look and dig into detail on what you want to learn. Same thing I talked to Rupert yesterday. We've got all the organic food buckets on order. They're coming in now. Finally packaged up. We got the meat buckets in stock here, organic food buckets. And I had a customer come in the other day, and he was asking me about them. And he goes, you know, well, because I've looked at some of the other ones, you know, I, I can get I can get more calories in like a cheaper bucket. I can get off Amazon for $99. I said, okay. I said, go, go buy from Amazon. I don't care. And he goes, well, I, I don't really like Amazon. I don't want to buy from Amazon. I said, exactly. I said, not to mention pull the ingredient list. I pulled the ingredient list on this $100 food bucket. Like third, fourth ingredients, corn syrup solids, hydrogenated oil, monosodium glutamate. It's sludge. I wouldn't even feed it to my, my dog, my blue nose. I wouldn't even feed it to him. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even donate this food to homeless people. I wouldn't even eat it. I wouldn't even put it in my body, period. It's it's total filth. 
It's the cheapest of the cheapest of the cheapest ingredients that they have off other projects, and they throw them together in a bag and say, hey, guess what? Here's survival food because nothing's going to eat it in 50 years, including the roaches, so it's totally cool to store in your attic for 50 years. Good luck with it when it's time to cook it. I'm not selling that, and I'm not eating that. The buckets we have, they're certified USDA, certified organic. Now, does that mean it's not going to have some semblance of, you know, a preservative or a toxin that may be occurring in it? No. Organic, you know, still can be contaminated. There's no doubt about it. But the likelihood and the amount of contamination is far less than you're ever going to deal with knowing when you're buying straight-up GMO, Roundup-ready corn. I mean, come on. What do you think's in that? This is why. I I told Ruben this the other day we were talking about the food. I said, I'm not going to bring something to my office that I'm not going to eat and I'm not going to take. I said, I'll eat these buckets all day long. I said, I've eaten them before. I tried them when I first got them. I made food for the kids. Let them eat it when I first got them before I even put them on the website. I said, if my kids will eat it and I'll eat it, then I know anybody basically will not have a problem with this because I'm super picky. And that's why I continue to encourage people, stay strong and stay healthy. It's all about what you put in your body, what you get out of it. I've used the analogy. I've used it before. If you save up money and you've basically saved and you've earned and you've worked and you've you know basically gone in and you've done all types of investments and you decide you know I'm I'm going to go buy myself a, a Ferrari. That's what I've wanted to do for 40 years. That's always a dream car. Cool, great car. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> go get one if that's what your goal is. Enjoy your goals and you go get it. You get that car and you're washing it and you're waxing it and your guy and your guy come out and ceramic coat it and it's in perfect condition. And then the first thing you do is you go to the gas station and you say, dude, this 87 octane is too expensive. It's just too much. I want whatever the cheapest sludge is that's coagulated behind the gas station that you guys are throwing out. You basically have to have hazmat teams come out and get because it's so toxic fuel and it's basically gelled up. That's the stuff I want. Can I have that stuff for free or like a dollar a gallon? Because I'm I'm not paying this four dollars a gallon for regular, much less premium. No, you, nobody in the right mind would ever do that. You wouldn't put eighty seven in it. You've worked, you've built, you've struggled to hit your goal to get what you wanted. You're going to put the best possible fuel and go through everything you can to make sure you take care of that vehicle. My goodness, that's just metal, guys. It's just a car. Why wouldn't you do that with your own body? Why are you going to go put trash in your body every single day and then complain and wonder why people feel horrible and their joints are all inflamed and their livers all swollen and their kidneys are all shot out? They're drinking sucralose every day. I deal with every day, guys, in the office. And I've said, why are you doing this to your body? What do you mean? Why are you eating this? Why are you putting this in your body? Well, I like the way it tastes. Okay, well, that's fine. Occasionally, on a rare occasion, if you want to have a junk day or a cheat day, go for it. So this is what you want to put in your body on a daily basis? I said, what you put in, you're going to get out. You go buy $5 vitamins from Walmart that are covered in shellac and got talc powder in them. Okay, basically, you can find that they just go right through you, much less ever break down and actually having nutrients to them. It's just straight garbage. I told you guys, I went to Walmart a couple weeks ago. Ugh, unbarely. Went with my wife. She needed to grab some. I went in there. So, of course, I start wandering the vitamin aisle. It's the only place that I'm going to go in there is I just want to see what else is on the shelf. bottle vitamins. First ingredient. Every single vitamin. Calcium carbonate. First ingredient. I mean like 15 mechagrams of B12 in their B-complex form. Like 15 mechagrams of B12. That's not even relevant dosage. My friends, 
This is why we continue to bring in the truth. Do your own research. I encourage it. Don't care if you like it, hate it, love it, whatever. Do your own research. Come to your own conclusion. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters and making us your number one supplement company to go to. And if you got questions, if you need to learn anything, be sure to check out the website. There's tons of stuff on there, free stuff, videos all over the place you can go on there, articles all over the place. Give it to you for free. We want people to learn. We want people to engage. We want people to go further and understand currently what's going on. So thank you for the support. What do you think, Dad, and what's your next story? I agree with you about the organic food storage. I think it's the most important thing you can do. Uh, you know, you know. Here's the thing: people say, "Well, this is just in case we ever need, in case everything goes really, really bad." That's why we don't care what it is. Wait a minute. If you get to the point where everything goes really, really bad, and you've got to eat storable food, and it kills you faster than the uh, Spesnot troops coming in or the UN coming in, <laughs> just, what's the point? I mean, what's the? I mean, I mean, oh my God, I feel awful. Oh, oh I'm dying. I mean, uh, well, I had, I ate this, I ate this, this awful food. I feel sick. What's that going to do for you? <laughs> I just laugh, but, you know, because you know, again, people say, well, you know, it costs more money. Well, yeah, it does. It always costs. Organic always costs more. That's why I said, get organic cans. Get organic cans. If you want to do it that way, I'm okay with that too. Organic cans, organic beans, organic peas, organic chicken, organic whatever you want to do, store it in a can. Get it, do that too, and rotate it out of its expiration date all the time. That's okay. I don't care. But don't don't be feeding yourself poison when something really goes bad. You gotta have top mental clarity if you're gonna be sitting in a trench and people are gonna be chasing you or coming after you or attacking you. You can't just sit there and go to sleep because you feel so bad. You gotta be awake. <laughs> That's why it's so important to eat the right kind of foods all of the time. By the way, the National Teachers Guide now is advising against the use of parent, male, Female mother and father, as they teach their, tell their lesbian teachers that basically, and their transgender teachers, that you can't be calling people parents or men or women or mother or father. And I just, I just sit back and I look at this. And I, and you know, any of the time, everybody who basically would see this 20 years ago would laugh at this and say, these guys are idiots. I mean, the association declares that the, basically the, it should saying that, you know, sex verification in sports is, a, is an example of oppression. So if a guy wants to compete against a girl, they're saying it's oppression. Under the guide, mothers are now referred to as persons with ovaries in reference to reproduction cycles, while fathers are now persons with testicles. Wait a minute. So, so you, here, here's what you do. You've got a Mother's Day coming up. or just We just had it. And so you have to say, dear person with ovaries, thank you for giving me birth. What kind of sick weirdo are you to say something like that? Or Father's Day, dear person with testicles, it's so nice you were around. What? These people are so twisted as <laughs> I mean, can't make this crap up. This is what they believe. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, what are you supposed to do with stuff like this? I mean, you, you sit back and I, I put these stories come over my desk and I go, wait a minute. I mean, what is with this? And then and then we have this big race up in New York and the race in New York basically is this little mini marathon they just had on. And now they had 16 runners collapse during this race and one died the Brooklyn Half Marathon, and one of the prerequisites of entering the race, you had to be fully vaccinated with your vaccine card. So every single person that was falling down and collapsing and who died were all vaccinated. But did you hear this on the mainstream media? Did you hear anybody talk about this? And and then here's something. Is this, this is, I'm going to finish with this one. It's just another one, and it's sad. It really is. They're now saying that the demise of the monarch butterfly, fly, okay, 
the monarch butterflies are basically extinct. There used to be literally hundreds of millions of them, billions of them all over the planet. And now they're saying that they're pretty much gone. And they're saying the reason this has happened, the reason that the monarch butterflies have died is that people have left their porch lights on at night. And I, and I read this. I, this is on Grudge. This is a major story on Grudge. And, I, and I'm like, people have left their their and it says, and because of telephone lights, people with cell phones lighting them up and talking and walking around at night and, and during the day. And this is what's killed the billions of monarch butterflies. And the problem is, is that people will believe this crap. Let me tell you something about porch lights. They've been around for over 100 years. <laughs> monarch butterflies were doing fine. Porch lights didn't do anything. Here's what killed the monarch butterflies. The incessant spraying of crops with pesticides and herbicides. The incessant use of Wi-Fi radiation and cell towers everywhere. The incessant use of chemicals in the food. The incessant chemtrail spraying and bathing these insects in aluminum and barium. All those things have contributed to the demise of the monarch butterfly. In Europe, they don't really have monarch butterflies that I've ever seen over there. They may have at one time. I don't know. They, they basically now have a, like an 80% insect reduction because of all of what I've talked about. And a lot of it's the Wi-Fi because it really interferes with navigation in birds and in animals. I mean, one day I was at Disney. This was 20 years ago. And they were bathing us in chemtrails that day. And I look up, and here comes a pigeon. It just drops dead in front of us. It just falls to the ground dead. And I'm like, okay, wow. Well, it probably got caught in a, in a basically a burst of microwave, microwave radiation somewhere. I mean, who knows? Who knows what happened to it or it ate some poison or some herbicide or some pesticide? Guys, we are destroying the planet because of what we're doing with chemicals and all these things we're doing to the planet and the chemtrails. The chemtrail is one of the biggest factors. You know, it really, we are the ones who are doing this. And sadly, people don't want to admit this. They want to continue to blame it on porch lights. Who wrote something this stupid? Porch lights are killing the butterflies. No, they're not. Always remember something. God gave us this planet. He did. We're supposed to take care of it. Does that mean we're supposed to, like, you know, just not do things we enjoy doing, like water skiing? No, we can do all that stuff. Just take care of the planet. Don't be spraying pesticides and herbicides all over your yard all the time. If the weeds won, <laughs> let them win. You want to get some weeds out of your yard on off your driveway? Sprinkle some salt on it. It'll take care of the weeds. Don't don't be spraying all these chemicals everywhere. I love you guys. I appreciate you. It was wonderful praying for you again today. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting Health Masters and supporting this show. And I just appreciate every one of you. Also, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. No, absolutely. And, you know, this is why we continue to encourage people to. Speak your mind. You know, the First Amendment was put in place for a very specific reason. There's a reason why it's the first, number one, uno, the top of the list, the very beginning, one. It was because the founding fathers knew what happened when you allowed an outside body to come in and start dictating what you could and couldn't say. Didn't matter if it was offensive. Didn't matter if it made people mad. Didn't matter if it was insulting. Didn't really matter. Doesn't matter. As long as you're not going around threatening people with great bodily harm or death, and you can't do that. You can't start making death threats to people, obviously. You can take that as a show of force and respond accordingly. But in generalized behavior, 99% of the time, an open platform of free speech is a part of a constitutional republic. There's no 
There's no aspect of that that should ever be restricted. And this is why they continually are trying to censor everything, because they don't want people having the ability to talk with one another, to converse with one another, especially with online platforms. Love it, hate it, whatever. Online has become a world, the online world, the World Wide Web, the WWW. This is what's continuing to expand now, and this is why they want to do everything they can to censor it. This is why, in my opinion, I thought at the beginning of COVID when it happened, why they started making sure everybody had to wear masks and stay six feet apart. And obviously there was a lot of things that converged on that. But I told you guys from the very beginning when it first started, I said, I personally think a lot of this is happening because they want to prevent person-to-person transaction and talking. They want to make sure that nobody, nobody has the ability to have conversations that are private. And sure enough, they switched everything to phones. Couldn't talk. People walking around with double masks on, talk, trying to talk to one another. It was a joke. Couldn't converse. Then you got to stand six feet apart, allegedly, with masks on both people and have a conversation. It's impossible. Possible. That's why they did it. They wanted people to switch everything online. Now they monitor everything people do. So again, my friends, stay strong. Stay firm. Keep the truth out there. Talk to people. Encourage people. Be there for one another. Especially your friends and family and close friends, you know, that are in this right now. Some people are having a hard time. Check on people. Keep them strong. Especially take the right nutrients to keep your brain right. With the 5-HTP and the B-complex, really helps out with the mood overall. Thank you again for the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Thank you for supporting Health Master. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. <laughs>